Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of MLS UK Show Stoppage Time. I'm Henry Hewitt and as always I'm joined by... Elliot Holman, thanks for joining us again. Now Elliot, we've got to be transparent, I feel. Uh, we're recording this very late in the week, it's Friday, uh, it's Friday evening. I've just had a chippy tea, so I'm in a good mood. Um, you haven't had your tea yet, your dinner, so uh, I think one of us is going to be happier than the other. But um, we've been very busy this week, that's why it's coming on a Friday. But as we said on the last main episode... Throughout the summer and throughout the season, we will always try and do something and get something out in a week. Yeah, and I know what it's like. I I can't imagine ever actually um, wanting to listen to us that intently, but I follow so many podcasts and I know what day they come out and I plans my like plan it plan my journeys around it are going to Leeds to do some work on on the Champions League. So uh, on my way, I'll be able to listen to this because it comes out on a Wednesday. I know what it's like. Um, so I'm sorry we haven't quite nailed that consistency, but um, we're here and there's loads to talk about. There is, yeah. And not only that, uh, as of next season, possibly people will be going to Leeds to work on the Championship, not the Champions League. Um, <laughs> That's true. Well, let's get started then. We're going to be talking about the biggest news stories in MLS as we're recording this on a Friday. Of course, there's MLS action this weekend. We're not going to cover that because, well, the turnaround, by the time you listen to this, it's probably all over. So uh, let's have a look at the biggest news stories then. Uh, The first one, this is just broke uh, today, actually. And Greg Berhalter is one of the favourites for the Swansea City job. Their manager's just gone to Southampton. Of course, Greg Berhalter was US men's national team manager of the World Cup. Uh, it's been a very interesting time for him uh, and the Rainers after the World Cup, uh, but now he's available and he's looking to move to Wales, uh, just like Bob Bradley did. Uh, Elliot, would this be a good move to the championship, Greg Berhalter? I hope it goes better than the Jordan Morris move to Swansea, um, which was famously um, not very successful. Um I, yeah, it feels quite a Swansea move, doesn't it? Um, United, you know, strong links with the US. Um, of course, Bob Bradley um, previously. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a good appointment. Forget all of the drama that surrounded Berhalter. Um, of course, we need to make sure that um, coaches and, and managers that are being appointed are um, cleared of, of any wrongdoing, of course, before, before they're appointed. But... Um, I, th- I think it's important to state that, you know, I think the US had a good World Cup campaign. It was certainly one of the more successful periods of 
um, the US men's national team since I've been watching them in the last uh, seven or eight years um, because there have been some disasters. Um, And yeah, I think I, I quite like this fit, actually. Yeah, me too. I think Berhalter probably needs to leave the US. Uh, not for any reason. It's just a fresh start. Um, you know, he's he can come to the, the UK, come to Wales in the Championship, which is a very good league. I know Swansea last year were trying to play uh, sort of attacking, uh, passing football. Uh, whether Berhalter will be able to carry that on or not, I'm not too sure. It's, it's something kind of slightly different his mentality so we'll see if that affects Swansea who uh, I think they just missed out on the playoffs they think they finished between the playoffs and Norwich so uh, in that sort of middle ground um anyone could have done that <laughs> but uh but yeah I think um yeah I think it can be a good move for him I'm, I'm I hope it comes off actually I've uh, just looking at the um the other people who are in, in for the job I know the Plymouth managers there uh, former Watford manager Oscar Garcia's there um, so there's, I mean, there's no one on that list, I would say that are particularly out in front of Berhalter. Um, so he has got a good chance, but as I said before, Swansea have be, kind of been stung by a US uh, head coach before in Bob Bradley. Did that didn't go particularly well for them. So whether the fans will be uh, interested in that, whether the fans will be happy with that, who knows? But uh, yeah, he's, he's, if he, I mean, we're longing. Jesse Marsh, I thought, did okay at Leeds. We're longing for a, a US head coach from MLS to do well uh, in the English leagues, aren't we? Yeah, um, I, I actually, you know, I think Jesse Marsh did an okay job. I think expectations are very high at Leeds, and ultimately, um, you know, the decision to fire him hasn't exactly worked out either. Um, one, one thing as well that, that we should we should mention is that Russell Martin, who, um, who, who was at, um, Swansea had done a fantastic job and he's got a very, very clear, um, game plan. He, he knows how he wants to play. He wants to play the right way. Um, and I know there was a lot of teams that were really interested in, in Russell Martin, um, bit of a Norwich legend as well. Um, so good luck to him on his, uh, in his new quest. Uh, right, let's move on to the second talking point in MLS this week, and it happened at the US Open Cup. LA Galaxy went and won at LAFC, a, a weakened LAFC team, I, I must say, uh, but they still won anyway. And uh, there seems to be the drama, the new El Trafico drama has started between Ricky Puj and uh, Kalini from LAFC. Puj scored a, a great goal uh, in the match and then took his shirt off and... Uh, put it to the LAFC crowd uh, a la Messi against Real Madrid. Um, and uh, and he's, while he was having his uh, post-match interviews, uh, Kalini then uh, shouted a clown at him, of a Spanish for clown. So, uh, so I'm very sorry if you can hear that, actually. That is the ice cream van. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> going down our street um, playing the Teddy Bears picnic song. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Pooj and Kalini, new drama you off of this? Yeah, because we, we talk all the time about how we're kind of fabricating these rivalries. I get that, you know, it's the it's El Trafico, it's two teams in LA. You know, I I, I get that it's it is a rivalry, but all these stories is that's that's how the rivalries have built up over the years. You know, here in the UK and in Europe, um, all these little bricks in a big wall is is how it um you know how it comes about. So I love stuff like this. Um. Pooj doing that celebration for me is don't I like I love the guy I love watching the guy he's got a very unique style 
Um, don't do that in the US Open Cup. Uh, Messi doing that was one of my favorite footballing moments in history. I'm a huge Barca fan, huge Messi fan. When he did that, I actually remember where I was, what I was doing is like a huge moment. Uh, don't do it in the US Open Cup. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's all, it all makes for uh, good drama, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought that. I was a bit underwhelmed that he'd done it then. If he'd done it in MLS and uh, LA Galaxy and LAFC were were in the playoffs, for example, or going for Supporter Shield, then yeah, I understand it. But the way LA Galaxy have been this season, um, you know, and the fact that LAFC had weakened a weakened side, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, Ricky Pooch has, has clearly been waiting to do that. He's uh, clearly been riled up by the LAFC fans. But uh, yeah, we'll... Uh, hopefully, he can start the drama. Apple TV love a bit of drama, so hopefully the, this can be El Trafico's new drama. It really... Uh, epitomizes sort of rivalry week which we've just had as well so uh so yeah who knows maybe this is the new bit of rivalry um but uh, yeah i agree with you ricky Pooge. if you're gonna do that do it in mls do it in mls playoffs do it in mls cup even though la galaxy and lafc won't play each other just don't do it us open against a weekend lafc team absolutely agreed uh, well, Ricky Pooge, the third bit we're going to talk about, the third news story, uh, he's actually uh, been selling shirts, uh, the uh, annual most, uh, I was going to say most backed MLS players, but I guess the most uh, names on the back of MLS shirts has been announced. Basically, what I'm trying to say is the shirts, uh, the players that have sold the most shirts. Uh, it's been announced. Ricky Pooge comes in at 10th for LA Galaxy. Uh, Carlos Vela, LAFC, is at number one. Is uh, is is that for you the the right player, or would you have expected someone else? Um, I think it's the global appeal, isn't it? Um, so it's no surprise it's an LAFC player. If we really think about it, but you know, if we get a bit business like, it's no surprise it's an LAFC player. They're the Supporters Shield winners. Um, they are fighting on all fronts currently this season, um, and. Buwanga, my currently my favourite player in MLS, but Vea, everyone's heard of him. He's got global appeal, a huge market in Mexico, huge market in the States, uh, and of course everybody in Europe knows him as well. Kind of makes sense um for me, but I think I think Buwanga's gonna be one to watch if I'm honest with you. Um I I haven't seen sorry to get carried away on something completely different, but I haven't seen a player have such an effect on a team since maybe I remember um, four or five years ago when we were waiting to find out if Altidore was going to be available uh, fit again to play in the playoffs for Toronto and, and it was going to be such a huge boost for Toronto to have him. I, I feel like Buanga, I watched him uh, midweek, stupid, like 5am in the morning here in the UK and I was still awake and I'm just watching him track back uh, you know, last man, excellent tackle, sprays the ball 40 yards, sprints to the box. The the, the man is, is box office. So I think a future number one is is definitely Buanga. Yeah, well, Buanga doesn't make the top 10, but I agree with you. I think uh, maybe next season he will be in the top 10. Uh, the rest of the top 10, we've got Vayer at number one, Hani Mukhtar at number two, and Walker Zimmerman at number three. So Nashville taking second and third. Uh, which, I mean, when you, you know, we can only judge it off, well, I guess we are the rest of the world, so we can judge it off uh, the MLS shirts that we perhaps see around in the UK or when I'm playing five-a-side football on a Monday, who, who might be wearing 
an MLS top. Um, I don't see many Nashville tops, so I'm quite surprised they've got second and third. Maybe it's only Nashville fans and maybe Nashville fans have all bought Mukhtar or Zimmerman because they are two popular players, aren't they? They are. Um, in the UK, I think um, Red Bulls is is popular. Um, obviously, it's a popular brand, not not even just in football in general. Um, so you see a lot of that. Um, NYCFC, Orlando City as well. Um, can't say I've ever seen Nashville. So um, yeah, but of course, Walker Zimmerman, a bit of a US uh, men's national team legend as well. So um, certainly not a surprise to see him up there. No, it's not. Um, in at four, we got Chicharito. Five, Jordan Morris for Seattle. Six, Josef Martinez. This is just 2023, so it will be into Miami. Uh, seven, Tiago Almada of uh, Atlanta. Eighth and ninth is Philadelphia's uh, Daniel Gazdag and Andre Blake. And then obviously 10, Ricky Pooj. So uh, a variety there. I mean, Andre Blake, I'm surprised the goalkeeper's in there. Um, you know, you don't really see many goalkeeper jerseys knocking about but uh, the ones that have been bought have clearly got Blake on the back yeah and uh, just interesting that Almada is an interesting one isn't it because I think when Martinez was up there in the Atlanta era with Miggy um, we we have to remember and I'm sure you agree it's a different era of Atlanta you know we've talked about it um, on the previous episode when they were kings and they were undefeated and it, everything was huge the attendances were a lot bigger. They were a lot, lot bigger. And I do think that Almada would be a massive contender if there was more people buying Atlanta shirts in general. Um, so I think he's maybe suffered just because the whole team um, ha- has suffered a little bit. But World Cup winner, done some incredible things on the pitch, scored some amazing goals already in MLS in the first, what, 12, 13 weeks. So um, excited to see what, what he's got for us um, for as long as he's around. Now, moving on to the fourth topic we're going to talk about on the MLS UK show, Stoppage Time, and it's Phil Neville, who's uh, been getting a bit uh, argumentative in a press conference. This was, of course, after they lost 3-1 to Orlando City. Um, He got asked a question, and then I think the reporter was... uh, uh, He he was a bit off mic, so you couldn't really hear him, but he he started talking again, and Phil Neville calls him out for, um, for interrupting him. And uh, I put on our Twitter account that you know so well that a, a guy from Berry you can't be interrupting them or they don't like it, like myself. Um, but uh, does this show that Phil Neville, even though I've been to Miami, have done, well, they've done better in the last few weeks than they had done in the previous six weeks. But is he under pressure? Is this signs of him cracking a little bit? I think he was under pressure anyway. He's under pressure last season. He's been under pressure this season and then you lose to Orlando City at home. Can't get much much worse for the guy. Um, he's not doing a good enough job. Um, for me, the roster this year isn't strong enough, but I don't think he's the right fit anyway. Um, so why is he still there? We all know why he's still there. He's under pressure. He's got he's got no defense for it. So that's why he's reacting like that, in my opinion. Um, and so. Yeah, the the worst bit was that he tore this uh, reporter's head off, um, swore at him, and then went, "Sorry, what was your question?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was funny as well, but he's uh, <laughs> he just completely forgot the question. 
Um, but yeah, you know, we, we, as I said before, we're speaking on the Friday evening, so we don't know how Miami, Miami are going to do um, around when this episode goes out. But, uh, you know, at the moment, as we speak, the, uh, the 12th in the East. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're only a pint off. Uh, you know, they're only a pint off or two pints off um, the playoff zone. But, yeah, I mean, that's the thing now is that it, there is a lot of pressure on him. And I think, like you said there, we've discussed on other episodes that because of who his mate is, because he's the owner of the club, people are looking at him and going, well, are you only in a job because of that? And he's turned it around briefly a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Now have just lost to their biggest rivals in Orlando. It's, yeah, it's, uh, the pressure is on him uh, and we'll have to wait and see. I think there's a few managers that are kind of, I don't know whether they're thinking just get to the League's Cup, get to where there's a break in MLS and then we'll reassess and I think Miami is one of those. Miami's definitely one of those. Um, I think it needed looking at before. So did Orlando, by the way. It's not, you know, it's not my Orlando hat on that. Needed looking at last season. I think both the Florida sides um, could have done with a change. Um, and so, yeah, Miami is it's more of an interesting dynamic, though, isn't it? Um, you know, with with Beckham and, and Neville, you know, Luis Musi in charge of Orlando's, you know, he loves Oscar Pereja, but I feel like he's more likely to make the change than Beckham and Neville. So we wait to see. Indeed. Uh, and the last thing we're going to talk about on the MLS UK show stoppage time, I saw this the other day. Um, it's Drake's uh, OVO, October's very own um, fashion brand label. Uh, I've uh, linked with some MLS teams. They've released some hoodies and some shorts for Toronto LAFC and New York City FC in the colours, red, uh, black and uh, light blue with the, the gold owl. Drake getting into MLS. I mean, famously, I, he had a word with Jermaine Defoe to get him over and play at Toronto. Would we like to see Drake do a bit more with MLS? Yeah, I mean, he loves his sport. He loves betting on sport. Um, he's terrible at it. Um, but uh, he loses millions of dollars uh, weekly. Um, so I wouldn't mind Drake getting involved in, in MLS and then, um, hopefully we can pull his pants down with, um, with a few bets and a few accumulators, but, um, yeah, anything that grows the brand at this point, I think we know we've learned, we need to be open to everything, um, from huge global TV deals to, um, superstars like Sierra, uh, you know, owning teams, uh, Drake getting involved would be fantastic. So we welcome it. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, I do look at some of these hoodies and I think, um, you know, I think the gold with the gold owl, I think there's a red and black version that could be made. I think there'd be a nice purple version made as well for Orlando. But I, I noticed um, like a year ago, there was a meme going about where we showed Drake in different uh, soccer jerseys and then them teams lost the game after or lost the big final when Drake had been seen. Uh, in their uh, in their kit, I mean, I don't think Orlando or Atlanta are going to make MLS Cup this year. But if they did, then uh, I'm sure we'd want Drake to stay well away from uh, from our teams. But until then, by all means, yeah, bring out a purple and a red and black version. Well, uh, Snoop Dogg was famously uh, pictured in a Norwich City shirt um, when they got promoted to the Premier League, and um, we all know what's happened since then. So I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Well, rappers, stay away from our football clubs, please. Uh, right, that's it for this episode of the MLS UK Show Stoppage Time. Uh, we will be back next week. We're going to do something a bit different um, over the course of this summer uh, because, I mean, 
I'd love to say that I have something really important on, but it's Elliot who is who has got the most important thing as he's set to become a father for the first time. Uh, but as a result of that, we will obviously uh, be trying to bring episodes every week, but there may be a time where we have some time off. Uh, now, I'm on holiday next week, but we are going to record right now after this a special episode where we grade each team's start to the season. Uh, we had planned to do this, and then I, annoyingly I saw that MLSsoccer.com did the same thing. <laughs> so uh, just putting it out there, we are not copying them. This was a, something that we had planned. Uh, but we're going to get recording that next, and we'll bring that out next week. So hopefully uh, you'll uh, appreciate our gradings and agree with them. Um, but until then, thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening as well. If you're listening on your podcast provider, please leave a rating. But Elliot, there's one rule and one rule only. LA Galaxy style, five stars only, please. Thank you. Yes. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please uh, subscribe, click the notification bell as well, and you'll get this uh, next video where we grade every team straight to your inbox. Uh, right. Thanks for our sponsor. One last thing. Sponsors us, um, Soccer90.com. They have got all the latest MLS jerseys. They're going to be getting the new European jerseys as they're released, ready for next season as well. So uh, stick Soccer90.com on one of your tabs. Keep refreshing it because I noticed that uh, Man City and Liverpool have released their jerseys already. Um, and not only that, they've got the international jerseys on there as well. Soccer90.com, when you're at the checkout, in the discount code, put MLS UK in there and you get 20% off too. Uh, but for now, I've been Henry Hewitt. And I've been Elliot Holman. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.